Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Community Health Cast. My name is Stacey Thorburn, and I am the Vice Chair on the Queen's Community Health Board. With me this morning is Shelly Wynott, who is a student support worker with the South Shore Regional Centre for Education. And today we're talking about taking care of others over the holidays. Welcome, Shelly. Good morning. Nice to be here. Thank you for joining us. So we're talking about taking care of others over the holidays. Why is this important? You know, there's a lot of reasons. Christmas really is perceived to be the happiest time of year. However, for many families living in poverty and facing these adversities and barriers that come with that, that means Christmas is just another huge stress added to their lives. And it's extremely difficult for parents to explain to children the whys of reality. For an example, why did Sarah get a dollhouse from Santa when I didn't get one and I asked for the same thing? Poverty is not easy to explain. It comes with a stigma of being less than when the majority of all of our families are doing their best to survive day to day or week to week, paycheck to paycheck. Yes, exactly. And we've talked about poverty before. And I know at the community health board table, we have talked about poverty a lot. Why do you think it's important to talk about poverty and other people's situation with children and young adults? It's really because of the stigmas and the misconceptions when it comes to poverty. And in order to break the barriers that continue to exist, we have to have these difficult conversations with our children so we can break those barriers. We are engaging in creating change and encouraging positive action. So when we have these honest conversations with children, it allows them to reflect and and be a change agent and to understand. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to talk about poverty, even though it is surrounding us every day, especially us and the work that we do. How would you have a conversation about poverty, especially with children? It really is much like a conversation around race or ethnicity or death or sick of a loved one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's as complicated as you want it to be or as easy as you want it to be. Children learn by doing. So instead of donating a gift card to the food bank, things that you can do is like take your children or your child to the grocery store and have them purchase items on a list for a food bank and get your kids involved. Mm -hmm. Um, Having them accompany you to the food bank to drop things off. Have your children come up with items that they love to eat and they want to donate to the food bank Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or to families. It's the little things that you can do to bring that awareness and Mm -hmm. to uh, break the stigma. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, children learn by doing. And when children learn by doing, it sparks conversation. So so kids would say, well, why would we be doing this? And who would we be doing this for? And, And you're not being specific. You're just letting them know that there are situations out there that are different from their own. Absolutely. So even for an example, so our son, I have always taken him to family's homes when we are donating food. And that would normally be, I would never take him to a home of somebody who goes to his elementary school, right. but somebody who goes to his, to our middle school mm-hmm. or to our high school. And that's the same as Christmas mm-hmm. when we are delivering Christmas gifts to families. Yeah. I take him with, so he can see and recognize, yeah. and, and that's a lesson for him. For sure. I do the same thing with my nieces uh, mentioned that we've done something and they always ask, well, why? And I said, well, sometimes there are people who don't have as much as you. So are they, they, well, what does that mean? And what does that look like? And so we're allowing kids to experience empathy and being able to put themselves in other people's shoes, right? 
Exactly. Which is great. And to know that there are people out there who are helping. And so if they were in that situation one day, they would know that there would be support out there. Absolutely. Right. A familiar face. Yes, exactly. And and when working in the school system, that's an important thing. So I work in three schools. So it's important for families to to see my face at all different levels to know that this is what we're doing to create change. That's right. And you're the connection to the three schools here, which allow us to be connected to the community, which is great. Yeah. How can people help support families during the holiday season? So Shelly, when we talk about taking care of others over the holidays, can you give me some examples about what might happen? Yeah. So what we have done typically in the past is what we noticed that our poverty rate is so high in Queens County that when Christmas rolled around, while it's the happiest time of year for so many people, it is not for many of our families. And we had to figure out a way that every child or the majority of children would have a gift underneath the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even sure how long ago, maybe 10 years ago, I came up with the idea of having wish lists, choosing families confidentially Mm -hmm. with teachers or with administration, and then calling those families to say, you have been chosen. Mm -hmm. What would your children like for Christmas? Nobody is going to know anything. Mm -hmm. And I will be the middle person. Mm -hmm. And families really felt a sense of relief. Right. And the people who help us do this are businesses. Mm-hmm. I would say for seven years, the Best Western helped. And we have, you know, local families and local community businesses who will just call me mm-hmm. and ask for a wish list mm-hmm. of children. And you would think that when you ask a child to do a wish list of what they would like to have, that they would ask for an iPad Mm -hmm. or a cell phone or, you know, something big, um, a game system. But the reality of it is children want new bedding. Mm -hmm. They need boots. They want winter coats. I had one time where a child asked for a gallon of paint. Right. So their bedroom could be painted. Mm -hmm. And so what we have done is we've created this connection between our businesses and our local families who want to do something amazing for families, but never get the recognition for it. And it's been so amazing Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we have started this year. And it's great to get all of those thank yous and all of that, but I'm just the middle person. I am just the person who is giving a list to a business or to a family. And it's really those families or those businesses who are doing all of this work. And I have never met a family when I have dropped off gifts on the last day of school, who has never cried Mm -hmm. with a sense of relief Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. their children are going to, for the first time, really get what they want for Christmas. Uh, You shouldn't sell yourself short. You're not just the person. I mean, you are doing a big role as well by reaching out and making sure that there are families that are being taken care of. So we did talk about some supports that are available to families who may be struggling during the holidays. You want to elaborate a little bit? So like you said, we do have, we know we have our local food bank. However, our families can share with somebody within their schools that they trust. Mm -hmm. You know, we have Schools Plus and Guidance and the Student Support Work Program. We have teachers who have come to me confidentially to say, I want to do a family for Christmas. Can you make this happen without them knowing? 
there's so many people within our community who want to help. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. Folks just don't know who they are. Exactly. Exactly. So would you suggest that if a community member would like to help that they get in contact with you? Absolutely. Okay. And we can make that happen. Yeah. And it's, so they, it's not too late. Right. And, and they could call you any one of the three schools, yes. whether it be South Queens Middle School, uh, Liverpool Regional High, or Dr. John C. Wickwire yes. to get in, in touch with you, which would be great. Just to extend a little bit, how do schools help families over the holidays? Our community is so fantastic. So if I use COVID for an example, we got a very great donation from our community and we support our families over the holidays. Mm -hmm. We send out food gift cards. We send out gift cards for families to be able to purchase items for their children. Mm -hmm. Even an example, I can remember I had one family their child asked for a dollhouse. And so when I gave that list to another family who was doing it, the family purchased this five foot dollhouse that came with a running toilet (laughs) and all of these pieces. And I brought it into the wick wire and I said, how am I putting this thousand piece dollhouse together? Because you can't send those to families homes without them being put together. Right. And, you know, even something as as little as our admin assistant, Shelly Conley said, oh, I love doing this. I will do it. Yeah. You know, she spent 10 hours putting right. this together. Right. People in the school are coming together to help. Absolutely. Yeah. And if it's not purchasing gifts, it's doing something as building the gift exactly. and, and making it so, yeah. you know, families don't have to have that stress yeah. Christmas morning. Or even meeting together to identify families. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, how can we refocus holiday conversations? So, for example, you had talked about um, conversations about Santa or offering your times and ser- time and services or donate if you're able to donate. Like how 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 do we talk about that? Because well, we all want our children to have a great Christmas morning, mm-hmm. that magic of Christmas for the littles who, you know, still believe sure. in Santa Claus and that magic. The one thing that we live by, and most likely because we were brought up this way, when you're getting your child that big, amazing Christmas gift that they have asked for, whether it be an iPad or an Xbox mm-hmm. or or whatever it may be, take the credit for it. Mm-hmm. It's okay to take the credit for that because we have to recognize that if you say it's from Santa, Santa didn't bring that little girl or that little Mm -hmm. boy, the exact same thing that they had asked for. And it's okay to understand that you have a privileged lens. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be privileged. Mm -hmm. We have to be mindful of what we're teaching our children by saying Santa brought this iPad. Because there are some littles who would say, well, Santa only brought me, let's say a Barbie. Absolutely. Right. Comparing those two things. Yes. Changing the conversation just a little bit. Right. To make, and take the credit for it. Really. Okay. One person's kayak is another person's rent. Exactly. We have to be mindful of the conversations and make sure that we are including all of our community members. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Shelly, that we may not have gone over or just want to hit home how people can help? Yeah. You know, if folks and businesses, community members want to help, they can definitely reach out to our schools. Our schools can put them in contact with me. Mm -hmm. It is never too late. If you can't do it this year, this is happening every single year. And families are thankful, truly thankful for what we are able to do, what our community is able to do. We are a tight-knit community. And so knowing that we're taking care of each other really Absolutely. It does. Which is great. Yes. Which is great. 
Shelly, we know that we work well together and we've been doing this for a long time. As my role as vice principal here at South Queens Middle School, I've helped identify some families and help deliver and very heartwarming to know that we can help some of our students. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great thing. For more information on today's topic, please visit our Facebook page, Queens Community Health Board, or call me, Elizabeth Bailey, at 902-350-0478. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time to the Community Health Cast.